here we go. Right, we've started. Okay. <laughs> we've started the Morning Gen podcast, and this is Morning Gen podcast number eight. Yes, it's been a while, Jen. And it's been a while. When was the last time we did a podcast, Morning? Oh, it was before you went to Australia. Before I went to Australia. I'm not showing off. That actually happened. That's a thing. That, that That's a real thing. And when was that? That was that was March. Was it really? And oh it's, my God. it's June. This is insanity. So for all the people that have been desperately... For all two of you. All two of you have been waiting for this podcast. I think we should give them a mention. Just Terry and Lucy, basically, isn't it? <laughs> Terry and Lucy, I know that you've been desperately waiting to hear this podcast. It's back. We're back. Yay. We're back. Maureen and Jenna here. With? And uh, we have a very special guest this time, and which we're really excited about. Before we introduce our guest, we ought to point out that we're not on anyone's sofa. Where no, are we? No, we, we've upgraded now. We're on chairs, plastic chairs. Outside the British Library. We're in the courtyard of the British Library absorbing uh, the... Fumes. Uh, the fumes, yeah, because we're very near Euston Road, actually, so that is essentially what we are absorbing. But also, there's a sense of academia here. You know, there's nice... There's, people seem to know that people read here. Yeah, we've all brought books with us. No, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay. We're not yet there Premature yet. Premature as always. Premature. <laughs> She's, she's come too quickly again. What we're going to do is we're going to introduce our incredible guest, uh, who I love very much, and she's here with us in bright blue. It's Lisa Ray. Hello. Hello. Lisa Ray. Hello there. Lisa, can we hear you? I'm worried that we um, can't. Well, I don't know. I thought you were going to be wearing those earphones that you've got at the side of the... I thought you were a technician. I, 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 if I wore those earphones, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be meaningless, because I'd, I'd be wearing... I can wear them. Look, I'll wear them. No, it's radio. Really if she wears the earphones... I think take a photo. They're, they're not... They're, they're not very they're, tacky. They're not connected to anything. So we're not on a webcam or anything for the, the listeners at home? Oh, that's God, no. That's a different programme. <laughs> oh, God, no. I think we'd all be wearing something different. <laughs> I'd have had a haircut. I've got Lego hair, which is, frankly... Um, you, you could do a test now, almost, and sort of stop and listen again. OK, no, that, that, would, that would imply a, a level of professionalism that we don't We don't, don't do that. Oh, good, what good. we do is we, we record the whole thing flat. I know, because Lisa's very technical. We record it, and we just it's just fingers crossed that you can hear us, isn't it? Usually they hear my laughter. Warren, get in there. OK, I'm going to get in Lisa, closer. Lisa, huddle up, huddle in. Hello. What, usually what happens is my voice is incredibly loud, and there's like a faint sound <laughs> from other, a faint pitter patter, yes. and then this foghorn yes, generating that, that from, right. from my gob. So, in fact, if you did listen through the earphones, you would end up shouting even more. Oh, yeah, you? and that's I don't, I know, I hate the sound of my voice. You can see the sound level. It's happening. Yeah. Well, so, we're, oh, we're looking, we're, now it's technical. We're looking at the sound waves. That's really interesting radio there, isn't it? Jen's oh, computer. It's not radio. Oh, look at Lisa's sound waves compared to mine. Oh my what god, mine, mine, mine are spiked. Now is mine quite loud? Maybe it's to do with kind of life vitality. Mine are very flat at the moment. Lisa, <laughs> you've got you're full of life and and and, and, and so busy. full of life, very busy. Um, Lisa Ray is a comedian, a writer, a performer, a video director. A, a nuisance, if anything. Yeah. And, um, Especially the last one. She's a bloody nuisance. And uh, and also, I loved Glenn Close, by the way. Oh, did you? I really loved it. How do you manage to make that look? We did a we recorded something, myself, Lisa, and Ashley Maguire, and uh, we did it ages ago. And we looked back at the rushes, and I went, well, we're not going to do anything with that. And then you made something quite incredible out of it. I don't know how it happened, but basically, yeah, two years ago it was. We we went on a we we actually went on a trip to IKEA. The three people mentioned there, me, Jen, and Ashley McGuire, and um, we took um, a couple of cameras, but are not fancy ones, just like r rubbish ones, really. Well, one of them was your one of them iPhone. Was, oh, one of them was my, attached to a yes, slicer. I Jen, Jen had um, <clears throat> my iPhone sellotaped to a spatula from the kitchen, and that was kind of her. I don't know if you that was it, my a boom camera. or something, but she had that on the end of a stick so she could film her own reactions in the car, and then. 
we just have these other another phone camera and, and, and a nice cam one nice posh camera this is boring I'm I'd have switched off now sorry everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's a great video but basically we went into um we went into Ikea and we filmed illegally, illegally. Um, just us shopping and then I get caught no, no we didn't it was incredible no one seemed to notice or people were having rows and Things were kicking off. And it was basically kind of, the, I suppose it was like, what, what do lesbians go to the shops for? And that's the kind of subtext of the show. And what, what, what was the answer to the question? Well, nothing. We nothing. didn't buy anything. <laughs> we didn't buy anything. Lights. Yeah, we just came out with, after two hours of kind of all the cliches of losing one another, having meatballs, arguing, sitting on all the beds, particularly Jen, lying on all the beds. Um, yeah, we came out with just a basket of tea lights for one ninety nine. So that's, that's very true to life. So, that Wait. hasn't sold it, actually, but it is funny. <laughs> no, it's and shit. And it, 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 is, it is down to Lisa's editing. But anyway, that's just one of the many things that, that you're doing. You can cut that bit out. That's, that's we'll edit it out. Yeah, we'll edit we it won't, out. actually. Edit we're going to keep it in. Out. No, we're actually, not. We're going to keep I'm it in. Here. No, we're keeping it in. And where are you off to? You're off on your adventures? I'm, um, yeah, I was just showing off before they switched this she on. Was. I was. Um, uh, because uh, I've got, I'm doing a show in July at the South Bank Centre mm. um, called Red Ladies with Claude Ensemble who are amazing, amazing company and this is the sort of serious side to me that does physical theatre and more interesting work maybe. That's kind of, great, you know. I've got no serious side However, to However, no. I do need to get fit in a week so Ooh. that's why I'm not eating crisps or anything right now. But you are drinking coffee? I'm drinking coffee and, and it's an Americano, how many calories? No, you're fine. That, you're fine with an Americano. I'm having full fat latte, so but then, good. Yeah, then sort of to continue the showing off, I'm going to China in October. I've never been to China. Really excited. I'm going with the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain, who I sometimes play with. Amazing. Yeah, and then well, that's enough from me anyway. Well, no, it's not, because you're... you're Otherwise, you're, we have to think of something. We'd actually have to think of some content for this podcast, so you absolutely <laughs> oh, have to stick around. Maureen, let's hear from you, my lovely. Yeah. I was in the south of France teaching stand-up comedy. This is brilliant. I love this story, because as with everything that Maureen does, it's always slightly off-centre, <laughs> a little bit weird... And, of course, Maureen went to the south of France to teach stand-up, which is obviously where you go to teach stand-up. Then, but then I want you to explain okay, well, how many people you were teaching to. There were three. Teaching with, rather. <laughs> three, three people. Three people. <laughs> so, pair work was out. <laughs> and once, Get into pairs. Because I was like, you know, I'm not really a morning person, so one morning I went, go around the village and look at things around the village and then it could be topical, talk about where you live. Unfortunately, I didn't go around the village so I didn't understand any of the jokes. <laughs> Maureen, that is brilliant. Just go around the village. Which village? Any village. <laughs> any village. So that was, uh, but uh, yeah, apart from that, I think I was a very good teacher. Um, and we had one girl who... Um, we have to be really careful in yeah, case they're listening. <laughs> we really care. Chances are they won't be listening, but we have to... Is there internet in the village? Oh, yeah, Can I they get this podcast? I don't, no, 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 the village was fine. Uh, yeah, she'd always go, she had always, shall I be able to talk about this? I don't know, she always had vegetables with her wherever she went. <laughs> this, is the, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. So that she wouldn't like leave a, the house without a vegetable. No. That also, is a, that's crazy. That just sounded like a really beautiful start to a sonnet. Say, it, it? say it again, I love it. <laughs> go on. But well, sing it this time. <laughs> sing it, Maureen. <laughs> you really don't want me to sing. So that was kind of unusual. <laughs> Yeah, to always go out. And I've got photos. In fact, I will show you the photos where I'm looking very impressed. 
But she always went out with, with vegetables. You were impressed by vegetables? No, I mean, I'm Scottish, so I don't even, didn't recognise half of them. You didn't even know what they were, were you? <laughs> She'd get these things out, Maureen was like, what is this thing? It's like, it's an aubergine, she it's a aubergine, and I was like, what is this? I had, no idea, I had no idea what it was. Yeah, I think you thought it was chocolate, so you were really excited <laughs> at the beginning. So that was um, interesting. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, but you know what, at the end of the day, um, most of them, had a, they had a really good sets. They were actually—I was really impressed with what they learned, and uh, they did really well. And that's wow. down to you, Maureen, and down to them. They worked hard. Incredible teacher. Thank you. But they worked really hard, and it showed, and it was actually very impressive. They had about eight minutes of material, which in stand-up time terms, that's, that's a long it's a time. Hell of a long material. How are they producing eight minutes of material? Seriously, they were meant to do five, <laughs> and they just had so much stuff. Wow. It was really. I was like. And oh to be fair, God. there was only three of them. You had to pad it out, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. If you've got. If you've got, if any of you've got a 20, just stick it in. Because <laughs> otherwise this performance is going to be quite short. So I was in the south of France, so I went to visit friends in Paris. Nice. Which is very nice. Trying to go to a couple of museums, but I got there. Either they were sold out, it was packed, or it was shut. So I think I should get to see I, love, I just love that about the French, where they inexplicably close something. It's like, oh. And you go, but why is it closed? And they go, because it is. Because it's just closed. They just moved their shoulder. Yeah. I remember once they took money out of my bank. I used to have a bank account in Paris for years. And they just took money out of it. I love this story. Yeah. So about, I can't actually say what language I said, but they just took money out of my account. And I was like, what do you mean you took money out of my account? And they just shrugged their shoulder. And I was like, don't shrug your shoulder. Don't speak shoulder to me. Speak French. <laughs> and I, you know, went, oh, you know, anyway, I had a massive row. I got my money back. Needless of course to say. you got your money back. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm never going to get into a row with you. I would just call that theft. It is theft. banks for What you. was interesting is it's a current account. And they said you didn't use it enough. And uh, a savings account. No, it was as well. a savings account. Sorry, and they said you didn't use it enough, which is weird because it's just saving. You're not. <laughs> that's, the whole point. that's what a current account is. <laughs> but no, you haven't you haven't used it enough. Wow. So we've actually decided to take out fifty pounds. So we're going to take your money because you didn't use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Okay. Teach you the value of saving. Um, so that didn't go down well. I did use quite uh, strong language when I went, walked in there. I was absolutely livid. Like, me prenez pour un con parce que je suis étrangère, hein? Like, take me for a cunt because I'm a foreigner. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Which kind of, you know. We're going to have to bleep that bit out, actually. <laughs> I don't think we should be allowed to say foreigner in the <laughs> courtyard of the British oh, yes, Library. Okay, racist woman. Yeah. That would be awful. No, I can't talk about what that was about. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I should, I've, I, we'll, we'll cut that bit. We'll cut we'll that bit. What I've learned is never to speak out loud in public, <laughs> which is hard as a stand up comedian. But unless it's been like what either you or Lisa read it back and gone, yeah, you can say that. Because I can't be trusted to speak to people without um, without assistance. Um, but very briefly, I'll just say what I've been doing because yeah, that please. is of some interest. No? Okay. Um, I went to Australia and I went to Melbourne. And that feels like it happened a million years ago. And I don't think I've really seen much of either of you since I went no, away. No, And we've all you've aged. Been very, you've been very... Cheers. <laughs> we've yeah. all aged. Yeah. Let's just say sun damage can be very cruel. <laughs> Lisa's got a tan. And I've never seen... You, if you don't know who Lisa Ray is, you look just interweb her. Um, because Lisa, I've Do never you seen you... <laughs> this is a different oh show, God. isn't it? Oh, my God. This is a different show. But Lisa is on Tinder. Um, <laughs> They'll never find me. They've got a funny spelling of my surname, so you know it's fine. He'll never find you, and also he's got a picture of a cat as her profile picture. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you don't. That, I've never seen you with a tan. Have you? You see, you, your you freckles been? have come out. You look great. Yeah. Where have you been? Twenty-five pounds, Sun Angel, this morning. Um, really? Tanning yeah. salon. Tanning, tanning shop, Islington. Yeah, Maureen's I know. Maureen, Maureen's, Maureen's has gone. Maureen's, Maureen's gone. Over this. Vegetables, vegetables and sun. Listen, I am so pale. 
and in, in a sort of Scottish way, so pale. And when the summer comes, I just think, oh my God, I, I don't want to inflict this kind of luminous white. But you're in Britain, so you're surrounded by people that look well, the same as you. Well, no, I mean, we're in, you know. Look at me. Look at Jen. Swarthy. Oh, you don't count. You're swarthy. You know. So I just thought if I did, if I had a sunbird, which is called a sun angel, because you lie down and it oh, encloses you, then it would just prepare my body for British summer. Which, which it has may may arrive you never know but you look great I, I was in australia for a month didn't get a tan people didn't seem to understand it was winter over there when i went so all of the emails i received were how's the tan going oh god oh, well it's raining here <laughs> oh god i bet everyone's gonna be jealous when they see your tan i don't have a tan there is no it's not it's not possible to get a tan over here uh oh can't wait to see your tan no tan so but it was good and i think i probably won't go back is that why? <laughs> is that a fact? Yeah, Seriously? I think I'm not going to bother. I was hoping you'd be there again, because I might go for the first time next year or something, or the year after. Well, I'm not yeah, going to go next. Don't so selfish. I won't be that selfish. <laughs> I might go back. The Just go is... to Mac Festival. That's where everyone's going now. What's, What's that? that? Well, all right, I'll say the full name, because it's Welsh, OK? So it's <gasps> Macentleth. The yes. Macentleth Festival. Is that the festival that's... Uh, Carry on. He Henry Widdicombe started. No, that's probably. Made, it made sounds it. like somebody called Henry Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe's brother. Possibly. Uh, was that the one that just happened? It's just happened. It happens at the end of May. Yes, I that just is think, his festival. I think it's good. A, it's a great. I think the way maybe Edinburgh began, where it was kind of cool stuff happening on a smaller scale. That's what Mac Festival is now. They have comedy. It's like loads of comedy, brilliant comedy, and they have a bit of music and and uh, arts things. I think. And, um, yeah, you go and stay in a yurt or a tent or, you know, it's just in the middle of nowhere. Well, my it's country. It's nice thing to say about Wales, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that Listen, out. Welsh Listen. <laughs> I want you all to try and pronounce McCuncleth as, as the man wheels that wheelie bin past our table. Just to prove we are really outside. Yeah, we're really outside. We can smell the bin. I actually can smell that bin. Mm. It's delightful. That so, is a festival I want to do, but, again, you have to be invited, don't you? You can, you could, I don't, you know what, I'm pretending I'm an expert. A, I've never been. The reason I feel a bit qualified to talk about it is because I went to um, Aberystwyth University back in the 80s. I, I spent a weekend in the 80s in Aberystwyth well University. Well done. Oh my God, how old are both of yeah. you? <laughs> really I old. wasn't even alive in the 80s. Well, well, that's I was. your loss. I was. I was. I so You're older than me now, remember? Oh yeah, I'm 39. Um, <laughs> wow. I know, We're going to have such a party for you when you're 40. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> But books, we're going to talk about books. We're going to talk about, well, actually, Lisa's got, a, a, has created a new, uh, I guess, a kind of new segment for the show. Yeah. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? <laughs> um, I just brought a bag with me on the way here, and and, um, and it is a Waterstones bag, so... I'm going to rustle um, it so they know that you're telling the yeah, truth. Yeah, it is really, and I just, I was a bit embarrassed. Well, I'm not embarrassed, I've got three books. You never showed us the yeah, third book. No, why I didn't. Why Which one do you want me to talk about first? I want you to talk about the book that's on the top. Right, I just saw this on the shelf it's called how to be alone um from the by, by sarah or sarah maitland lisa's always been an optimist by the way always been an optimist and i just yeah i don't know why i bought it i kind of think I, i'd like to prove that i could this is not funny in the slightest it doesn't have be, to be might this be is informative someone, but basically i just think it was high time i learned to be alone now apparently this woman lives in um has lived for the last 20 years in in remote, a remote place in Scotland. But um, she means completely alone, not just like as in being single, as in just nowhere near anybody. 
Yeah, I, and well, actually, you know, I don't need to be um, a hermit, but I could. There goes the wheelie bin. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, wait, let me read the first sentence to you. You might get it. You have just started, right, okay. You have just started to read a book that claims, at least, to tell you how to be alone. Why? It is extremely easy to be alone. You do not need a book. Here are some suggestions. <laughs> Go to the bathroom, lock the door, take a shower. You are alone. Okay, I hope it gets better than that, but that is, that's how it starts. Well, I think I've got this bit. I think I've nailed it. I want to prove I can survive alone. That's all I'm saying, okay. you know. And then the second book I bought, which might amuse them, is from the same series. And it's called How to Think More About Sex. I don't have that problem. I love that mm. it's how to think, not actually how to get more sex, no. but just how to think about yeah, it. I think I should think a lot more about sex. And this is I this is by Alan de Botton, it. who I, do, I can't even, I wouldn't have associated that title with that really? author. No. Mm. Well, I want, get, read the first line oh, of that. I haven't read the first line of this, so this is, oh, I've just seen a picture though. Hang is, on, is page it? fucking, oh, oh my sorry, God, that's easy, the most urgent. Oh, that's brought back right, memories. Right, there's just a right. little bit of a Kama Sutra picture, but let's see how the first line of it's this the wheelbarrow goes. in case any of you... She it says, wasn't. I mean, it is a good place to be reading how to think about sex outside the British Library. So, I can't read... Can you read the first line? OK, it is, it is rare to go through this life without feeling, generally, with a degree of secret agony, perhaps at the end of a relationship, or as we lie in bed frustrated next to our partner, unable to go to sleep, that we are somehow a bit odd about sex. Stop there. Right. That's me, all over. Well, well, everyone's a bit odd about sex. Well, I'm I sure think... everyone is. That's what it's, you know, I mean, I might, you know, not enjoy the book. I might enjoy the book. You might well, not enjoy the book, but sex, then you might but... enjoy just having a bit of sex. And what's the third? What's all right, third? sorry. So all of that could be cut, for instance. But um, <clears throat> the third one is, okay, last night there was a programme on the Hay Festival, the Hay Literary Festival. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> and um, a bit of me sort of wished I was there amongst the... Um, Literati? Yeah, amongst the bead-wearing, um, Birkenstock-wearing... No, a bit of me wished I was at the Hay Festival. And this man, I can't pronounce his name, maybe Maureen, who is... No, I don't any speak. Languages. He's Karl called Ove Karl Narsgaard. Narsgaard. What is he, Swedish or Karl something? Karl Ove Narsgaard. Um, he's Norwegian. And he's written a whole series of books. He's got six of them. And then they're called My Struggle. A bit like Mein Kampf, or if that's what that means. Um, no, but anyway. Okay, no, okay. They're called <laughs> My Struggle, and this is number one. And basically, he um, just looked and sounded really intelligent, and I thought, wow, maybe I should is read he single? a bit about. No, he's he's married, and he, the, the novels are, they're kind of, they are novels, but they're all true. Everything, all the people in them are true, and he writes about real, he writes about his life, and about his family, and about his kids, and about his wife. But cool. he's popular. He's not. He's, lot, he's, no. made, he's made a lot of enemies. <laughs> you would do, wouldn't well, you? Just change the name. Yeah, That's I think it's a bit difficult do. if you're going <laughs> yeah. to write something that is essentially reads like fiction but is completely yeah. true. But look at the picture on the front. I mean, that's it is very bleak. Good seller. Yeah. That's a that's that a really bleak looking well on, on a on a on a audio. It's basically yeah. you <laughs> can't look at the picture. Everybody on this podcast. <laughs> if you could just look at the picture, you'd you see. Could, if you could see. Yeah, yeah, it's a very bleak a uh, landscape a, with a bleak a, looking house. A bit of a link, isn't it? Yeah, there? this is a bit, bit of a theme. Well, anyway, anyway uh, thanks, Lisa. On that. <laughs> you know, one of those <laughs> things I talked about could have been, might be useful or not. No, I, 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 I love that. They, I, I, I love that there is a theme there. As always, with everything that Maureen does, there is the theme. 
Is it anything Germanic by any chance that you're reading, Maureen? Yes, can I just say it's a present? I didn't buy it myself. It is called, and I'm sure you're all going to rush to the bookshops, The German Genius, Europe's Third Renaissance, The Second Scientific Revolution and the 20th Century. 900 odd pages. I'm on page 600 and something. Wow. It's, some of it's quite heavy going where you kind of go, No, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of go, I really don't know when they do physics and quantum theory. I'm kind of going, I really don't understand this. But some of it is actually very, very interesting. And measuring the side of the book just for thickness, I it's would say... Thick. I'd say two and a half inches. Easy, isn't it? Easy. That's two and a half women's inches, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, there's some men there going, God, that is, I couldn't conceive of reading a book that big. It's male yeah. six inches. But, um, yeah, yeah that is, it's, a, it's quite an interesting book. Right, okay. Well, I, we won't go, we won't go, we won't go right, Do you know what, I really want to, I want to ask you, <coughs> no, ask you some questions about it. But Wait, then I hang think... on a minute, stop, just one minute please. There's some post-it yes. notes. What the hell, Maureen just flicked the book open. <laughs> Wait, people at home. And to reveal things notes. that she's highlighted and post-it yes. notes, like different colours, what does it mean? No, the different colours are irrelevant. Right. I there either are bits that I want to like make notes of. Wow. And I find them interesting yeah. notes. Yeah. I am single by the way. And then How also um, sometimes German words that I, they've been translated, I find the translation interesting. Wow. And um, God, I am such an interesting person. And then other words like in English that I don't, if I can't think of how to say it immediately or translate it in my own head, give the definition, I will then look it up so I get a more exact understanding of the word. Maureen, and sometimes I forget that you're quite clever. <laughs> I was going to say, if somebody found really these... forget. Let's say we'd left this table and left these books on the table. I think people would be expecting three very different women to yes. the ones that return to the table. But you know, I do find certain things, you know, I do find those things interesting. And also it's very good at improving your vocabulary because sometimes you use words and then you don't actually realise the exact meaning of the word and then it helps you when you write to come up with wow. a better vocabulary. Oh god. Everybody's just switched off. I well, just say you've got there. What have you got? the enormous turnip. <laughs> no. Well, the book I'm reading. <laughs> Which I think does, I think, I think says positive things about me. I'm reading Francesca Martinez' new, um, well, uh, her first book, her autobiography, What the Fuck is Normal. Oh, sorry, What the Four Stars is Normal. Did I buy it? No. You'll note that Francesca has signed it. Has signed it. Oh. There it is. Wow. So there it is. It's, uh, it was given to me by Francesca, who, uh, and it's brilliant. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I think because I know chess very well I, a lot of the stories I'm sort of an, you I know, know. You know them. but there's loads of stuff in there I was like it made me feel really sad Aww. because she had such a tough time when she was at school and I just feel, she's got she's terrible a, I feel really well yeah I guess but I, well yeah obviously we but should I mean, explain this book because it's, it's brilliant isn't it I mean I just I bought it this morning because it's my sister's birthday um, next week and I thought I'd send her something that was Really Brilliant positive and funny. Hmm. Um, so I bought her Francesca's book, and it does make you just challenge how you. Well, not I don't think it's even just about disability. It's just about how you 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 view yourself. Normal. Yeah, but it's also I mean made me think about stuff about myself and mm. and about just loving your body, whatever whatever your body does. You know, you've got legs that walk and you've got arms that can do stuff, and you've got a brain, and you should be really thankful for the things that we have. And I have to say because my my friend that I stayed with her her youngest child is a quadriplegic. And he's a, he's absolutely gorgeous boy, and it just makes you it does make you realise we've yeah. got a lot to be thankful for. I mean, he's 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 you know beautiful, very bright, very intelligent, um, but you know he's a quadriplegic. But and yeah, just... trapped in the trapped in his body. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Really... Unfortunately, my friend is an absolutely brilliant mother, so she she's dealing with it really well. But it does make you grateful for small mercies. Well, on that note, <clears throat> the start of Francesca's book is, oh my God, you're disabled and you don't want to kill yourself. Inspire me now. 
Yeah, which I know. I think is a brilliant opening sentence. I know. She hates, because obviously Chess always gets um, told how inspirational she is, and I think she's like, I don't, I'm not inspirational. In fact, if you know Chess, she's bloody lazy. I mean, the woman doesn't get out of bed before 2 p.m. Um, she's a stand-up comic. That's normal. <laughs> Can I just say, look at the back. Did she mention you? There oh. I am. I get a little acknowledgement at the end of the... And I literally don't deserve it because I did nothing towards this book. Can I say I've got acknowledged in a book about Thomas Hardy? Wow. By Thomas Hardy himself? Not, by, not that old, thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Cheeky. Um, no, because so, you're younger than me, more. Yeah, I'm younger than Jen now. No, a friend wrote a book on Thomas Hardy hmm. and he mentioned me and my mum in the wow. uh, acknowledgements which was a bit of a shock to us I don't know why but it was very nice that's lovely Lisa when have you been mentioned <coughs> twice oh, Sally no, Holloway's no. book as well I've been mentioned in Sally Holloway's which, book which, which book is that oh it's a book about teaching stand-up isn't it yeah uh, writing stand-up very oh, good book awesome. uh, serious guy to joke writing worth worth I would uh, like getting. that book because it's I, very I, good I didn't book. know there were other books. Other books apart from the one that Jen and I looked at. Yes, we which we won't mention. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was once thanked on an album. Um, oh, wow. That's cool, isn't it? That's My really friends cool. used to be in a um, rock band called Enormous. Um, yes, you've never heard of them. Um, it was the early 90s. They were in the Bay Area in San Francisco. And they, um, they kind of had a grunge band. And they supported Bush. I know Bush. Which is... No idea. Okay, well, I don't really know Bush, but Bush were massive in, in America, it, weren't they? But not in not the Not here, not here. And my friends Enormous supported them, and, and they brought out an album, and apparently I'm thanked on that. I'm also thanked in a cookbook. Incredible. Ooh. Whose book? Mrs. Beaton's? Um, no, Tom Norrington Davis. Who? Is he the chap that owns that restaurant in... Yes. He, in, owns, um, he owns a restaurant called 32 Great Covent Queen Garden. Street. Yeah. Um, and he's just the most lovely man ever, and he's... um. He's a chef. He, I went to university with him, um, oh. and he's yeah. He started at the Eagle in Farringdon, and then he went and then. What uni were you at? Aberystwyth near oh, Mackenzie. I don't know why I did that racist accent. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Is it racist? <clears throat> no. It's just shit. It's it's just a terrible shit accent. <laughs> I, I won't do a Welsh accent because it does always sound slightly like I'm trying to do an Indian accent. Well, that's, and then that's, that's what happens that's to me. That's borderline. <laughs> Well, it is, I suppose. I was going to say, did you have you been watching Hinterland? Because that's no. set in Yes. Have you? I've only watched the first one. Did you like it? Yes. I thought it was quite it's bleak. It's brilliant, isn't it? I thought it was really bleak. Have you watched Happy Valley? No. no. Everyone says it's amazing. Oh my god. What is it? It's the last one tomorrow. Oh. I can't, I'm going to lose is my it, mind. Is it a crime thing? Yeah. It, it's really quite dark? violent and dark. Oh. Well, I don't think I'd like it. I've just been watching French classic movies recently. <laughs> I don't really like, I've decided I don't really like French classic movies. <laughs> I, do you remember when I, I feel very if I bought you those really depressing Austrian classic movies? You mean my 38? Sorry, my God. We'll edit that That's that definitely out. been cut. We'll edit that out. <laughs> I'll start going ape. Yeah, she bought me Ma uh, Michael, is it Handker? Oh, I don't know. I just, I went to a lot of trouble going, I want someone Austrian, something Which, da da da. Normally it would work, but he's, he's very depressing. Yeah. Good, anyway. <laughs> If I'll Listen. give them to Lisa, they can go to the book collection. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. this, this, this podcast has gone on for long enough. I think oh. it has. I um, think we edit about half of it out. It's ten, yeah, minutes, it's 10 minutes longer than usual. But that's okay, because we have been gone. We haven't been on the airwaves. No, we didn't even talk about... Oh, Maureen squashed it. Oh, no. No, that, that little... Oh, we put him over no, the leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, was, leg. there was an insect leg. We don't, should just don't say, don't. shouldn't we? There was a little insect. We tried to save him. We, we, we lost the leg in We the pulled his leg off. Accidentally, before anybody writes in and complains. Can we just have a minute's silence for him? Well, I think everybody will have gone. <laughs> We're going to have it in our heads. Let's say goodbye. Bye. Bye, Maureen. Goodbye. Goodbye, Lisa Ray. And it's goodbye from me. Bye.